Hello, 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 beautiful people. How are you doing? Welcome on this new live episode of Stand Out from the Craft. So we are a little bit behind schedule. We had to, we were challenged actually by some technical uh, issues, but we all figured it out. So we're here and very happy to be back for a new live episode. Uh, if you are new here, welcome. My name is Darin Benamara. I'm the founder and CEO of The Smart Woman, and I help high achieving women getting promoted to leadership roles without compromising themselves. And what we do here inside the standout from the crowd show, uh, we showcase the stories, you know, uh, of people who made it. And, you know, uh, today we have a very special guest and actually I was intrigued by her and her story. She is a very smart woman, talented woman, and she, how can I say that? You know, she stood out in an industry that is unconventional, that is saturated. And she, through her personal brand and consistency, and she's of course going to share her tips with us today, she find her place and, you know, as a professional woman in the hemp cannabis cannabis, cannabis, cannabis. I have been trying to remember this name, but I can't, but like she will talk about it in a few minutes. So, you know, help me welcome, help me welcome our guest, Gina. And in the meantime, let's start by the beginning. I think I'm a little bit confused today. Um, let, let us know where you are coming from. Where are you tuning in from? We have a beautiful international community. So let us know where you are coming from. Introduce yourself, use the chat box, use the chat to network, and, you know, eventually find your next opportunity so without further ado let's welcome gina epps hello Hi. hello madame how you doing i'm doing wonderful how are you i'm well thank you thank you for your patience oh <laughs> uh, no you know tech happens i mean all this technology is good because we are oh, all connected yeah. and we can you know have conversations with people all over the world but sometimes yeah. sometimes you know like it plays us, but this is part of the game. We are here, that's the most important. So thank Absolutely. you so much. And and I'm very glad actually to be able to have this live conversation with you because I think I have a lot of questions and I think the audience also may have quite a few questions because of the industry you evolve in that can be sure. controversial, uh, that can be, um, and there is still debates, you know, around it in North America, it's, it's, it has been legalized in other countries, not yet. Um, so that that's that's very, your story here is very interesting and how, you know, from being rejected and all of this, you were able, you know, to build your credibility and to make up space for you in a saturated industry. But before sure. we move forward, let's welcome our our uh, viewers today we have Vezad Khan looking forward to today's episode hi Vezad thank you we have another LinkedIn users looking forward to it please don't keep your 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 your, provi your profile private otherwise we don't know who you are and eventually how we could connect with you and Louis Carter says hello Midwest USA their hemp sister. Wonderful. So Gina, can you please introduce yourself and tell us what is it that you do exactly? 
Yes. And real quick, Lois is my partner. That's my business partner and best friend of 40 plus years. So wow. we've known each other for your life. Yes. Really cool. um, and collectively, our I mean, the bottom line is education for us. That That is our heart. That is our soul. That is the missing piece to our industry. Because as you were saying, there is so much misinformation and propaganda that surrounds this plant. I mean, it's it's mind boggling the, the, the facts compared to what we've been told our entire life. You know, so I, I mean, we, we'll go back a couple decades. I was, uh, I graduated college. I was about to be a high school teacher. I was 22 going on 23. I was teaching health and physical education and coaching basketball. So fitness, health, mm. the body, that was, that was my life. That's what I did. Um, but I bought into the BS, Doreen. I, I believed cannabis was an evil plant that you were going to be addicted to. And it was, you were going to get high and get crazy. And I, I believed everything that Dare wanted us to believe. Um, unfortunately, that year, I ended up suddenly losing my father um, with a heart attack that we, we had never saw coming. You know, Canada came out of nowhere. I was only 23 years old and I turned to my doctor for, for guidance and they prescribed me Xanax and Valium. And I, I lost myself during, like I completely lost myself. I, I was teaching, but I was in this cloud. I was not myself. I was like a shell of who I was. I was just pharmaceuticals. I don't, I don't know if, you know, maybe some people that are listening are familiar with pharmaceuticals. It, it puts you in a cloud sometimes. That's, that's the best way to describe it. And I just, you know, a few months passed and I'm living in this cloud trying to just get by and deal with life. And Thanksgiving rolls around and my cousins are all over and we're all crying and they're begging me to try cannabis. They're begging me to try this plant because I'm, I'm telling them how the pharmaceuticals are destroying me. I mean, they could yeah. see it. I wouldn't even have to tell them. They could see it. I was a different person. So I finally do it, Doreen. I, at 23 years old, the first time in my entire life, I try this scary, scary plant. And I, I can't even express what it did for me immediately. I felt calm. I felt balanced. I felt even. I wasn't shaking. I didn't have anxiety. I didn't have that, that terrible, heavy depression that had been like just weighing on my shoulders. And I didn't feel high. I didn't feel this crazy feeling that everyone scared me about. Like it, it literally evened out my body. So I take that into consideration. How do you not? You know, so I, I learned from that and start slowly getting cannabis in my life. And within two months, I'm completely pharmaceutical free. I was addicted, like addicted to two pharmaceuticals and used cannabis to get them out of my body. And I've never turned back. So I'm 24 years pharmaceutical free from something that was supposed to help me. Yeah, just by using a plant. So that's that's interesting. So because actually you you were very young to be like, you know, pharmaceutical. And and so I have never experienced it uh, by, by the grace of God. But I have been watching and seeing uh, the effect of it on other people. Sure. And so and so actually you were very young to experience this kind of trauma emotional trauma physical trauma and all of this yeah. uh so what was the first form of the the, the the cannabis that you tried because in my mind when you talk about cannabis i see you smoking <laughs> sure sure and and back then that's what it was they they okay. rolled a, a cannabis joint and i took a puff like one because i was terrified 
and I felt okay. And I took a, another one and that was it for that day. Those two tiny little puffs changed my entire body immediately. Now, back then, I didn't understand the science. I didn't know what I know today. I just knew how I felt. I, I knew what it was doing for me physically, mentally, emotionally. I, I was a changed person. Now, you're still dealing with death and trauma and stress. I mean, these terrible things are all still there, but I'm finding a way to cope and to deal and to know that I'm going to be okay. And that that was the huge you know, epiphany for me. Yeah. I didn't and I talked to the doctor about it. I mean, this wasn't something I hid. I, I was proud of it. I was better, you know, and 23 years ago, that was really frowned upon. So he was like, yes. don't, don't tell me that. And I was like, I, I need to tell you that it's helping me. You know what I mean? Why would you not want to know that? Yeah. So you know, it, it was my life. And, you know, fast forward to 2013. Now I've been teaching 15 years. I'm teaching health full time. I have a classroom full of sophomores that, I'm about to teach the drug unit too, you know, and now I know everything I've learned for two decades about this plant now and the science is there and the studies are there and it's all backed up, you know, so it's a different ball game, but I still didn't get crazy. I'm a health teacher in high school. So we talked about nutrition, you know, we had just finished our nutrition unit. So we talk about hemp seeds, hemp protein, hemp powder, you know, stuff we can eat to make ourselves healthier and, and why that's good for us and why our bodies need it and the administration lost their minds like i was i was in a world of trouble yes i can imagine because <laughs> up to not so long ago it was categorized as drug right? right right and so i can imagine you know the 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 the, the high school like n not wanting to have a professor teaching drug from that perspective right, right. Uh, and, and we're gonna get into the shift the other perspective that you are bringing uh, to this topic and how actually, because there was a big buzz a few years ago when, you know, they decided to legalize it. And, you know, a lot of people jumped into the trend. And then, yeah. of course, as in every business, you know, there is the ups, the, the downs. But I, I, I particularly admire and have learned a lot, like from watching your content on LinkedIn, you. your consistency, the, your focus on the health um, side of this plant and, and, you know, you literally by being consistent and staying focused on, you know, teaching people from a health perspective and, and Louis says here, a uh, health, not high. Uh, right. like, you, you made up like some space for yourself in the market and you stood up. So in my mind, like when it's about this topic, I just think of you because I don't know anyone else actually. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, before we have Menal who says, El, hello, hello, Menal. Um, Robert Berry who says, hi, Gina and, and Doreen. Hello, Robert. Thank you for tuning in. Imran Shafi who says, can I join you? <laughs> like, if you have any questions, any comments, please leave it in the comment and we will be uh, happy to answer them. Yes. And Louis, who says again, we have come a long way, long way from smoking. Exactly. Right. And that's the part that most people don't know. And I'm going to be transparent. I don't know any other way. <laughs> I have never sure. tried. But in my mind, this is the only way that I, that, that I know, you know, how to use I've seen people using this plant. 
So sure. but since I've been watching your content, ladies, I know a little bit better now. And that's why I'm very yeah. excited to have this conversation with you. So when when did you understand like outside beyond your personal experience? How did you understand or where did you see that? OK, there was a potential to get into business educational mm. educational business so do you sell as well or do you focus on educational stuff well that's a great question we it, it's been a crazy journey this past like seven eight years so 2013 i actually ended up being forced to resign long story short they set me up with the police i got arrested it was a huge fiasco all charges oh, wow. dropped. yeah there was nothing i mean it was it was a witch hunt but i lost my job so that fast forward me into entrepreneurship real quick. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not going back to that. I, I need a platform. I started building my network. I started product development, really small scale, hemp oil, soaps, body care, you know, using hemp, but not cannabinoids, no CBD, no THC, nothing like that. Just skincare, body care, because that was easier to educate on. It wasn't going in your mouth. So it was easier for people to comprehend. You know, and then that 2014, actually, my husband and I packed up our family, moved to Washington State, and we were legal caregivers. We grew cannabis. We took care of countless sick people. I mean, just incredible experience. So now we are really delved into the medical side of this plant, not just what I thought I knew. Like, we really learned this plant and, and for cancer and for, you know, serious disease and, and serious GI issues and debilitating illness that was getting help naturally you can't unsee that i worked with those people i saw it help them i i saw people come out of hospice darlene you know what i mean you can't you can't unknow that stuff so it it, it i already had a fire in me and it, it ignited it like i could have never dreamed so now i'm i'm full force trying to get lois to quit her hotel management job and like you know let's do this so by 2015, you know, I got her, you know, we, we start a small business. We're doing body care. We're doing that. We bring CBD to the Midwest because I brought it from Washington. Nobody knew it existed. So now wow. this is when education really began. And that was all for free. We built our network. We had huge following on Facebook. You know, it all began on Facebook and then the censorship went through the roof. And that's honestly what landed me over to LinkedIn. I was playing in LinkedIn. I wasn't doing much in LinkedIn because the cannabis, I was scared. I didn't, I didn't want, you know, of business course. people to look at, yeah, now I'm the pothead, I'm the doper, I'm the, the druggie. I'm, yeah, I didn't want any of those labels. I wanted you to see me and know this is also my life. You know what I mean? So it unfolded very naturally on LinkedIn. Okay. And this is what we are going to talk uh, uh, about now. Uh, and I see a, a comment from john clayton i believe is, is this you based on robert berry content uh comment so it's amazing how fearful people become where they don't understand something especially conventional establishments that react without thought and consideration and that's very true that's that's a great yeah. comment because as you were uh, sharing your story with us i was like it's true but not only with this plant but with everything yeah. that is unconventional or you know that is not uh that we are not used to any other right. options that what that what the system offers us is considered as uh you know drug or whatever the, the, as very negative right. whatever the qualitative may be it's very negative right when actually there is like alternative medicine to the chemicals <laughs> that we know in the western world 
right? So, uh, like, I, I really see it as an alternative, you know, giving people the choice to 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 decide if they want to be if they want to take the regular route or maybe you know something that is more natural right. because i see it as like natural medicine maybe i'm wrong you, you're gonna tell me um crazy right fear of the unknown makes people do crazy crap right exactly exactly and and robert has a question for you why do you think so many are, are afraid Yes. Oh, let's let's debunk all the myth before we move to how to stand out on LinkedIn when you work yeah. in an unconventional uh, industry. But let's debunk all the myths, right? That's a great question. Thank you. Robert. Yeah, that no, that is a great question, and I, I would go back to even using myself as an example. I I bought into the propaganda, and I think a lot of people did going way back to the dare days, it, you know, and before that, reefer madness. I mean, it, it was pounded into our heads that this was a terrible, scary, addictive drug. You would lose your family, lose your job, end up on the streets. I mean, at every worst case scenario that you could fathom from an actual addict, you know, throw cocaine or heroin in the mix, you know, there, there's an addiction for you or alcohol, you know, but they, they treated this plant like it was as scary and dangerous as all these other things but don't tell you about alcohol that's actually legal and will do those things. But this plant that has all these therapeutic medicinal effects, they turned into the devil, like they do with everything. You know, if it's good for you, it's it's going to be illegal at some point. We were told dandelions needed weed spray. We need to eat them. But we weren't told that. You know what I mean? So this, this is never ending. So yeah, I mean, that's a great question. People are afraid because of lack of education and because what we were spoon fed our entire life. And it's all lies. It's all lies. But, you know, I'm going to be the devil's advocate here. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was a propaganda, propaganda, but not so much in the sense that, you know, we believe in what we see and perception mm -hmm. is reality. Sure. And when I think myself, I'm going to tell my example about people using um, cannabis. For me, I see them like smoking, uh, like smoking and getting high. And this mm -hmm. is up to now. This is the only image that I have from people using this plant, right? So as you said, the lack of education, of course, and it's for everything is the same thing. The lack of education, the lack of awareness, push people to be fearful as opposed to be curious and educate themselves, right? To know right. more, to know better. But then when you look at it and the only image that you have is people getting high because they are using this plant, then it's hard to to think otherwise or to see to see what could be the benefit be beyond this image that we all have. Well, and I, I would compare that, that. That's where we can use a comparison to alcohol. Like either, you know, you at the end of the night have a glass of wine and relax, which is comparable to having a few puffs and relax. Or you go to the bar and you get nuts and you have 20 shots and you're out of your mind and you're, you know what I mean? So it, I think I think it's the same with almost anything. But you smoke too much cannabis, you're going to sleep. You're not going to the bar. You're not losing your mind. You're not fighting. You know what I mean? So that that's where it's just so different. And if you're open to it, I'd like to talk about different forms. Because like you said, you know, smoking is inhalation. You can smoke, you can vapor, you could dab. But that's going to give you the immediate relief. And not everybody wants to smoke. But, you know, the, the best way to get cannabis in our body is to ingest it. You want it in a concentrated oil. And then you're ingesting it. And then you're getting the 100% of the effects of the plants, not just... 20% because you burned off 80 because you lit it on fire. You know what I mean? And that's the difference. 
So when you when you ingest the plant, now it's it's working in your whole body. It's grabbing onto the receptors that are already in our body, waiting for this plant. You know what I mean? We're, our bodies are made with an endocannabinoid system. No one talks about that. Doctors aren't taught about the system, but it's a master regulator, and nobody knows it exists. You know what I mean? So I, I know we can't talk a week about this, but you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's never ending. Uh, and we have more comments here. Right. Society thinks it's modern, where where it's not actually. We are not, unfortunately. Lois says we have to get better at providing people that have chronic illness with long-term solutions when disease cannot be cured, and focus on root causes. I agree hundred percent with me too, um, uh, Lois. There is too much propaganda, too many political and economic agenda. That's that's right. that's true too. Yep. Robert says, what about the munchies? Well, good question. Munchies are due to terpenes in very specific strains. So that doesn't always happen either. And a huge another misconception. So depending on the strain you're, you're smoking or ingesting, it would actually suppress appetite, depending on what you are doing. But again, oh. no one's going to tell you you could lose weight on cannabis. They want you to think you're going to sit on the couch and gain 100 pounds. Like it's, it's, it's not true, but it's what we were told. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. Right. I'm learning. I knew I would learn so much. And Natalie <laughs> says, this is interesting. Just hopped on. Welcome, Hi. Natalie. Thank you for joining us live today. So now let's, let's, let's get into the nitty gritty of, you know, starting to communicate about what you do on LinkedIn, professional platform, regulated platform, you know, right. B2B, B2C. And you're like, okay, you know what? It's working on Facebook for me. And Facebook is kind of more open, I want to say. You know, it's more user-friendly. You can talk about everything. You can create groups. You can have your own, you know, bubble, create your own bubble on Facebook. But on LinkedIn, is slightly different due to the professional aspect of the platform. Right. So, and you mentioned that briefly. You said, you know, uh, I wanted to, to start using LinkedIn to leverage LinkedIn, but I didn't want people to <laughs> to judge me, you know, and to, right. to, to, to tag me as the, the like the, the hemp lady or the, the drug addict or whatever, whatever right. which was legitimate, actually, you know? Sure. So, so how did you overcome those fears in the first place? And how did you position yourself so people would understand that your sole purpose is to educate on mm -hmm. health and wellness and not, you know, being a crazy lady talking about <laughs> on, on LinkedIn. So how did you do that? I, I dipped my toes in. I did it very slowly. I, I made sure people knew me first. So I, I started the beginning of the year with videos. That was very new for me. Ja literally January 1st this year was the first video I ever did in my life. So oh, this year. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So that, that was huge for me. So once, once I got that out of my system and got a little more comfortable, I knew I could start breaking in some videos with hemp, but I, I had to let people either like me or not like me first. I had to kind of weed through people and decide, you know, so I'm, I'm getting a nice following and people are, they're liking it and I'm, I'm positive and they like the inspiration, the motivation, and they know what I do, but I don't talk about it much. So then I start just really dipping my toes slowly into the nutritional aspect of the plant. Cause I figured that's the best way to talk to the everyday person. Everyone eats everything. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping people are conscious about what they eat, you know? So I figured that's the nice, step step forward on linkedin so i started literally hemp seeds hemp seeds and i did a couple posts on what they are what they do for our body why they need them 
and Doreen, the response was incredible, like incredible. So I was like, oh my God, like, you know, here it is. We could do this. Like LinkedIn is not against it. They just, you know, we have to, we have to find the avenue to teach them about this plant and it doesn't include getting high. It can, if you want to, but it doesn't have to, you know? So that was the beginning. That was the beginning. And how cool was that? So oh, Robert nice. says, so talking about munchies, munchies, Robert says, nice, I didn't know that. Roberto Brutus, who is joining us, says, all people are smoking cannabis in Ontario, Canada. Politically, although someone never buys a piece, a small gun used to win more seats in Ottawa. That can be political too. That sure. can be political too. Uh, but today, that's that's not the purpose of, of conversation. <laughs> so, but thank you, uh, Roberto, for your comment. And everyone loves you, Gina. Like, it's yes, so everyone cool. loves you, Gina. So, that's, so that's how you, you, you got started. Like, first, like, January 1st of this year, 2020, yeah. you start yeah. posting videos. You start, you know, communicating about uh, uh uh seeds right hemp seeds right and this is how and surprisingly i can say surprisingly you received a very positive response from people yes yes and and more so even in the back end like you know my posts would get a lot of views they get some shares they get a lot of comments but the dms after i put up a post you know maybe someone didn't want to comment on the post but they'd be in my inbox wanting to know like Oh my God, where can I get these? I had no idea. Can my, can my kids use them? Can my family, you know, and it, it was just, it opened up this, this gateway that I'm like glowing. I'm so happy. It opened up this gateway where people wanted to learn and I, I could teach them and they were open to that. So, you know what I mean? That's, that's indescribable. Like I can't even, no money can give me that feeling. Like that's incredible. Wow. And so you find so you find your sweet spot, basically, positioning yourself from, you know, a nutrition standpoint. And then how did it evolve? Now we are like eight months into 2021. You have built quite a big community, actually, on LinkedIn. Yeah, it's, it's uh, a very active uh, community. So how did you evolve? So what was the, the pathway, you know, to, okay, um, I, I don't want to focus only on nutrition, you know, because right. there is much more to that. Right. And um, how, how did you evolve on the platform in terms of content, in terms of strategy? Yeah, great question. Um, in, in my mind, the next logical step was industrial hemp, because that's that's going to get the business people's attention. That's going to get the finance people's attention. That's that's where the real money is. Like, I know people talk about medicine and recreation, but industrial hemp, we're talking about, you know, another option for plastic, another option for paper, another option for building materials. Oh, wow. I'm not changing the planet, the planet three. You know what I mean? So once I start bringing that into LinkedIn, now my posts are viral like crazy. Like people are like, what the hell? They had no idea, no idea. You know what I mean? That we could stop cutting down trees or at least cut that in half or a, a quarter because hemp grows a hundred times faster. I mean, a tree takes 20 years, hemp's four months. You know what I mean? It's, it's a no brainer. Wow. But it's that competition, not everyone's ready for. You know, the lumber company is not going to be excited about hemp. You know, the, the cotton people are not excited about hemp. You know, there's a lot of industry there that's not going to be as welcoming. Oh, of course. And you're going to, you are fighting and you're going to fight against, you know, big, big, big boys, like big industries. Ooh. But it doesn't mean that you cannot do it. And I know you can do it. Right. And we have more and more comments like coming in. People are so interested. I never buy this. I love one. it. <laughs> 
<laughs> but whenever my I open my window in summer, I cannot stop breathing. It. <laughs> we are based. I'm based in Toronto, and actually, I have a new neighbor. Clearly, he smokes, right? And yeah. so every time we open the window, we we can we can we can smell it. Right. Uh, I am planning to move out. These things should be treating as cigarettes, where one should smoke or not. I'm not against it. No, that's a fair um, point. Not everyone wants smoke around them, whether it's cigarette smoke or cannabis smoke. Like my mom's that way. She she knows I've used this plant for two and a half decades, but she's like, no, I don't want smoke around me. You know what I mean? Like I understand yeah. that absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we have another comment from Lois who says the plant with 30k uses so many conversation openers. Right. Like, really? 30k uses? Oh, that, this that's not an exaggeration. That's not an exaggeration. Oh wow. And it's oh, arguably wow. arguably up to fifty thousand, but like twenty-five to thirty thousand are confirmed. Because it's the fiber. It's the fiber of the plant that you can do so many things with, you know, and all anyone wants to talk about is smoking this plant. Like, you know what I mean? But like she's saying, there's 30,000 other reasons we need to talk about this plant. See, I, I had no idea. Edigo says, how you know that your post is actually value to others? Oh, good question. I, I go by the metrics. You know, if, if I get a lot of views and if I get a lot of comments or reactions or if my views or reactions are down, but I have a lot of DMs, I know they're not as comfortable maybe in public talking about this or reacting to it, but they're still very interested. I get that a lot when I put up a cannabis or hemp post. Some will get real good traction. Some are a little shaky, but then on the ones that are shaky, my DMs are up. Okay. So now business-wise, business-wise. So mm -hmm. you said you started with nutrition. So it was more like educational. So edu when it's educa educational, it's more on a B2C uh, basis, right? But right. you mentioned the, 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 the potential, the amazing potential for the B2B and going up to industrial uh, aspect of using this plant. Right. So, and, and I know a lot of people, there was this, this hype, you know, and the, 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 this craziness around, okay, it's being legalized and we can do this and we can do that. Here in Toronto, you will see a, a store like at every street corner. This is sure. crazy, you know, yeah. but I even didn't have a clue that you could go industrial and you could do so many things out of this uh, plant. So my question to you is now in terms of business, since it's mm -hmm. a, it, 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 it became a saturated market quite oh, yeah. quickly actually yes right so yes. how how did you find your way you know uh to the top actually to position yourself as the go-to person to stand out from the crowd and to to ensure that you know your business gets you and your business gets the credibility that you need in order to make it a sustainable business Right. That, that's a great question. And, and the biggest thing is staying ahead of the curve, paying attention to laws, regulations, and because that, that'll change daily. I mean, in our industry, it's insane. Like you, you really have to pay attention to what's going on. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Not putting yourself in one little bubble. Like you can't be the CBD person because CBD is one cannabinoid out of 113 in this plant. So if you have your entire business is CBD, because that's the new cool thing. And then so do a million other people because it's a new cool thing you're, you know, you're a dime a dozen, then you're, you're, you don't, you don't exist. So uh, staying ahead of the curve is huge. Being ready for the next new cannabinoid, because now it's D8 and then it's D10. It's D, you know, it's all these different THCs are now coming out legally because they're extracting them from hemp. They're all being extracted from CBD. So it's almost a loophole 
that you can now get THC legally. Like it's crazy. Um, but that that's happening and that's from hemp and that's causing another plethora of confusion because now they don't know, am I going to, you know, take a drug test and am I going to test, you know, negative now my drug test because now it's not just CBD. Now I do have a little of this THC. And the answer is if you're messing with D8, you will absolutely fail a drug test. You know what I mean? So you have to be aware of that, even though it's legal and everywhere. But in a place like Toronto, I mean, you guys are completely legal. You're, you're recreational. Yeah. So that's, that's high THC everywhere. But even in a place like Toronto, you don't have to use high THC. There's still going to be CBD options. There's still going to be oil options that you don't have to get high. I mean, that, that's still going to all be available. But they're not going to want to push that as much. So you got to ask some questions. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, but you don't know what you don't know. So it's hard to ask good questions. Good point. If, like, <laughs> if you good don't point. know, like, I, I could go there and I would even know what to ask for or what question to ask because um, I'm not educated enough sure. uh, 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 on this topic um that's 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 a very important aspect that you mentioned here you know the regulation like any changes like quite often because right. people still don't master the topic they don't know how to navigate it so how do you see the future of this industry and how do you see uh, yourself like three years from now I think the future of the industry is going to be complete legalization. I think every cannabinoid, I think high THC is going to be completely federally legal everywhere, at least in, you know, Canada and the U.S. and Mexico and, and probably a lot of the surrounding countries. I don't know how long that'll take, but I'll be honest, Doreen, that doesn't make me that happy. Like, I know that means more access to people, but all recreational cannabis brings is taxes like you've never seen before. You know, a, a plant that you can grow in your garden for $5 is now hundred dollars an eighth you know what i mean like it's it's crazy so in in my fantasy world it's completely descheduled deregulated you can still buy it at the store but it can also be in your garden you can buy leaves next to your spinach because that's how your salad should look you know what i mean in the real world that's where we need to go i don't know if we'll see that in three years i mean that, that could take five to ten but that's going to take a lot of fighting from people that that deserve that and want that and need that they shouldn't have to go to a store to buy something they could plant in their backyard. That's okay. And that, that's where we need to keep fighting. Yeah. And, and we have like a great comment from Lois who says branding in absence of federal regula regulation is hard because of, of the different laws. Exactly. Right. You know, because um, as I was saying in the description of this uh, live conversation, like you built, you have built a personal brand around you know your activity and I, I believe you don't even have do you have a business brand you don't even have a business brand yet well gnl wellness was our first business brand we had launched uh see better daily was you know the industry's only cannabis eye drops like we, we do products too we just don't talk about products as much because our, our passion is education and you know products are always going to sell like we have a whole team of people that work with products so lo and i don't even push products very much you know, but um, they're available. You know, if you, if you need products, you're looking to wholesale or distribute or white label, we got it all. But our focus is education. And we've been working these last couple months on getting some courses together. We have a Patreon platform that's going to be launching because we've partnered with Feed My Starving Children. So now our, you know, our subscriptions moving forward are going to feed babies for the month. You know what I mean? Like, so we're so proud of that stuff. And it it all goes with the mission of just humanity and one love and helping to everybody. And this plant should be a part of that, but there's so much more to it, you know, but the plant is a nice little gateway into humanity. 
Yeah. So and so and so does Louise since she's your your, your partner, does she mm -hmm. like experience the same kind of uh you know positive feedback, uh growth also on LinkedIn as a co-founder? Uh yeah, yeah, but differently. Like uh, Lo is it she's she's more of like the back end, she does all of our, you know, the website stuff and the podcast okay. stuff and the newsletters, and she she is does it all. I mean, does it all. So social media, she kind of pops in here and there for support and, you know, to make sure helps with the business page and that kind of stuff. But I'm more of the, you know, the face of the, the social media and the, you know, um, the groups and the, the, all that kind of stuff, like especially LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, that kind of stuff. Okay. So, so, so we, that's why it's good to have the right partner, you know, so you oh can my gosh. go and you can focus on your strengths, on your, on your zone of, zone of genius. And I think this is clearly your zone of genius, Gina, and you yeah. have been doing an amazing, an amazing job so far. And Robert, uh, like referring to Katrina <laughs> says, Hey, the tech guru. Exactly. Exactly. That is not offensive. The branding guru on one side and the tech guru on the other side. Yeah, it works nice. <laughs> uh, we have been like uh, talking for more than half an hour already. Uh -huh. See, but I'm so happy we have had this conversation because I think amazing. it was important to debunk some myth, you know, about yeah. uh, this plant and what you're doing before we get into, you know, how to stand out in uh, an unconventional uh, industry and it's through regulation again and you know and and and, and mastering your topic mastering right. your topic that's very important and this is clearly something that you master Gina so what would be the the last word the last thing that you would like people uh, uh to know before before we, we 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 hang up as far as cannabis yeah don't be afraid and, and that doesn't mean go jump in and buy anything. S send me a message, send Lois a message, ask a question. You can message our website. Like, I don't care what your question is. Let's talk. Let's open that door. Let's get you more comfortable. And then you have all the information you need to make a better decision for your family. That's the biggest thing for us. We're not trying to tell you what to do, but once you have the information, you can make educated decisions and then it's up to you what you do for yourself and your family. And that makes my heart sing yeah well that, and actually this is it this is about offering people choices it, right. it's nothing more and, and myself just for you to know i have been suffering of, of migraines for like maybe 20 years now and i have tried everything that you can find like and even at some point the doctor wanted to to give me um how we call it uh the, like some medicines again depression even though I'm, i wasn't depressed but he told me that within those type of medicine there is like some mm -hmm. mole mo molecules like some stuff that will help with my migraines and oh. this is when i realized that it was too much and i was like i'm not gonna take this kind of medicines because i'm not depressed right <laughs> and i don't i mean like why would i take that because there is like one aspect of this medicine that eventually could help me uh with my migraines and this is where i reached out to you i was like but does hemp can help 
with migrants because right. I have heard a lot of things about it. Now, I don't I don't know if you I don't know if you saw any of my tags. We actually we we did an episode and we answered your question and I tagged you and I don't know if you saw it. So what, when we get off of this live, I want to make sure we get you all that information. Oh, please. Yes. Yeah. So see people do not hesitate to ask your questions because you never right. know and you don't know what you don't know. That's it. That's right. All. Right. And everything's on the table. Nothing is off limits. Let's go. Let's go. And I will say how to stand out in Gina's work, be unapologetically you. Very true. That's Very it. Very true. And Take us just, to see us. And that's what she's saying. We just did an episode of migrants. So people, <laughs> if you have been suffering of migrants, click on the link. I'm definitely gonna watch this episode and because I'm sure I'm gonna I'm going to learn a lot. Gina, thank you so Sorry, much. Could you send me your email your email as well? Because I want to have I want to give you the scripted version too. So you have everything you need. We can send you a couple studies. Like let's make sure you have all the information you need. Thank you so much. Oh, Robert says, ask better questions. <laughs> are you are you are you telling me that I don't ask good questions, Robert? Like really? Do you know someone who could teach us that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let, let, no, no, hold on, hold on. You want to you want to get into an argument here? You don't like my questions, Robert? I think she could take you. <laughs> Do you have any questions, good questions, or better questions you would ask Robert? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, awesome. thank you so much for your time, uh, Gina. You. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you and all the work that you do. And I really yeah. admire you for, you know, standing out from the crowd and pushing forward something that, yes, might be unconventional, but you believe so hard and so strong in. So thank, thank you. you. Keep shining. You too. Keep shining. And um, I will, I, I look forward to watching this video on, on, on migrants. Yes, absolutely. One love. <laughs> One love. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.